This is exactly what the music was meant to do, is to transcend your normal world, to make you more than what you are. Feel powerful, feel invincible, feel indestructible. Ugly Phil. Speaking. I've got David Remain. Hey, David, how are you, man? How are you, bro? So this latest album, by my estimation, makes it your fifth number one album? It's pretty crazy, that's for sure. Very, very surreal and very powerful company that we are uh, with. So it's incredibly humbling and rather overwhelming, to be perfectly honest. <laughs> Pretty amazing thing. And the first comeback shows in about four years that you did in August. What was going on with those four years before mm-hmm. that? Well, you know, we were just being human beings. I became a husband and a father. Yeah, I saw uh, that. Congratulations that on that. Too. Thank you, thank you. All of us kind of had some side projects that we had going on for a while and did some production and songwriting with some other artists. And There's nothing like the real thing, baby. It was nice to come home. You've got quite a load on your plate as well. You've got the Black Sabbath gigs I read coming up with Corn. That's Rock AM in Germany, isn't it? You may know better than me, brother. You may have seen <laughs> Well, here's okay. Have, Let me come with you on tour. I'll, I'll take your word for it. That's it. You just ask me every afternoon when I get up just after midday what you're doing that day, and I'll let you know. Oh, dude, let me tell you, once you're out there for long enough, every arena kind of blends into the next one. And the only thing that differentiates, you know, A versus B are the actual people. It, it all ends up looking like... Venue A, venue B, venue C, and and it's all about the shows and the crowds and them actually being who you remember for real. Mind you, being on the same bill and playing along people like Black Sabbath, that's something that you can't forget. No, that's not too shabby. (laughs) And it's certainly not something that, it's not the first time we've had the honor of doing that, which is something we've been very, very blessed to have been able to do. And we're tremendously honored beyond words to ever, ever share the stage with those guys, ever. It's always a pleasure. I was reading a reader's poll the other day, it might have been Loudwire, that said that one of the fans' favorite albums of all time was The Sickness. And I was reading you actually talking about uh, the early days when you had released that album. It was quite a meteoric rise in a lot of people's opinions, but you'd been slaving away for ages before that, hadn't you? Oh yeah, it wasn't it wasn't quite so meteoric. <laughs> we got together August of 96 and it was I want to say March of 2000 that the sickness came out and so it was August roughly of 99 or September of 99 that we actually got signed. There was a good 2 years Oh, three years of writing and developing and playing local gigs and being our own promotional machine and busting our asses. And then even once we had the record deal and, and we you know, were out there doing what we were doing, it's not like Stupefy was an instant success. It was something that the people at Giant Records at the time you know, beat the hell out of and they made it happen and it grew on people and... Yeah. It ended up becoming a hit. And it wasn't until our third single on the record, Down With The Sickness, that single, that things started becoming a little bit more meteoric in nature. That took on a whole different momentum in life. Up until that point, it was a slow, steady climb. So you streamed the album before its release. What was the decision behind that? Sort of like if you're going to buy a car, sometimes it's nice to take it for a test drive. Last time we had a chat, I talked to you about Land of Confusion and you said to me, hey, have a listen to Sound of Silence. And I said, I will. And you said you'll be really surprised with what we've done with it. You've really given it a completely different feel, haven't you? Yeah, we definitely pushed the envelope. You know, uh, we all tried to make it an homage to the original, yet still bring a number of new elements to it. 
and try and make it fresh and in honoring the original songwriters. So it was definitely challenging and uh, we're very, very happy with how well it's been received and we're excited to play it every night that we have the opportunity to. Hello, darkness, my old friend. I've come to talk with you again. Did you realize that you had something completely different when you did it first time around? We knew it was very special. It's affected us in a similar way that it seems to be affecting so many people. It was a beautiful moment uh, in the studio when we we recorded it, and it was just one of those little moments of magic, you know, stars aligning, call it what you will. And I really have to give credit to, to Mike, our drummer, for suggesting the song, and to Dan, our guitar player, for insisting that we keep it ambient and ethereal and acoustic and orchestral and to our producer Kevin Cherko who really took a strong role in, in, in coming up with that piano arrangement that you hear that starts the song out and adding his wizardry and his elements to it. It really turned into something truly, truly unique and, and, and like I said, something very special and they encouraged me to go back to my you know classical training roots and to you know, really go to a place vocally that I hadn't allowed myself to go to in, in many, many years. And so it's been very, very gratifying and very liberating, and we really couldn't be more happy with it. And why was it that you hadn't extended your range like that for a while? Was there something that happened that worried you about your throat or your voice? No, it wasn't anything like that. We did a purely acoustic song on our second record, uh, the Believe record, and that song is called Darkness. And we always loved it, but it was never necessarily one of the tracks that, you know, got the most downloads or was a fan, you know, particular favorite. There were many fans who loved it, but there were a lot that just really wanted the heavier stuff from yeah. at that particular point in time. So I guess since that track, we had been hesitant to go you know, softer for quite a while. And that was one of the things unique about the immortalized record in particular and the whole process was that we pretty much said to each other, you know what, let's not worry about any parameters, about any definitions or any, not have any limitations whatsoever this time. Let's do whatever feels right. Let's do whatever, you know, is inspiring to us. And so you have songs like our cover of Sound of Silence or the original track, which was our single before this, uh, called The Light, which is very unique in and of itself. There's definitely some pathways and some left turns on this record that we have not taken before in our careers. So this was a, a roll of the dice. Mm. <laughs> and uh, I'm very, very happy that it seems to have worked out uh, positive. Do you think the four-year hiatus and then getting back together gave the band a chance to reflect on why it was you were in the band in the first place? Absolutely. Absolutely. Gave us renewed appreciation for one another, for what we have created together, for a fan base, which is the strongest, most dedicated one that anyone could ever hope for. We're very, very blessed in that way. And sometimes you need to step away from something to realize how amazing it truly is. So it gave us a chance to be human beings for a little bit, not be these traveling road gypsies that most musicians are. Uh, to get out of that monotonous cycle of make a record tour, make a record tour. I was able to start my family, and it was all necessary for all of us. We've definitely come back with a renewed fire and a renewed strength, and in particular, our live show of late has been at a level that I think is unprecedented in our career. 
right. in all honesty. We're playing more powerfully and with more passion and unity than, than I think we ever have. And it's definitely coming across to the fans' lives. So it's really wonderful. And I imagine when you go back and after a period of four years where you haven't played songs and then you play a song back on stage live and you suddenly find yourself in the moment, if you had a moment where you've gone, wow, this is a really great song, I'd kind of forgotten how good it was? We seem to be doing that quite a bit lately. And in particular, these past number of weeks, because one of the things that we've tried to make a facet of this touring cycle in particular is we try to make sure that there's a slightly different variation to the set every night we play. So we've been having audibles that we've been pulling from the 100-plus songs that are in our catalog, and we've been digging into the archives, pulling out songs that we either have not played in many, many years and a couple which we've never played at all live. So it's been really wonderful, and uh, there's definitely multiple moments like that. I imagine as well when you've given the fans the chance to create the ultimate disturbed set list where you've got all kinds of songs, perhaps a few that you weren't expecting the fans to pull out as well for you to play. No, no doubt. It's great to be able to have that depth of catalog and to be able to offer that level of variety. And It's a nice trip down memory lane for us too. And it keeps things interesting, keeps things fresh. Currently, we are in small clubs out here. We're doing oh, what okay. is referred to as an underplay. We did that specifically so that we could give something unique here to the U.S. fans and so that we could leave the opportunities open for us to uh, headline a number of festival bills that are happening here in the spring. So these smaller clubs, we can't fit in all of the toys that we had been using during the first Canadian run that started off the cycle. People will see the full production Disturbed show. It's something else, that's for sure. Uh, there are elements that are going on that have never been attempted live before and new technologies and new aspects of pyrotechnics and so it's really something truly amazing. Thank you so much for your time. I really appreciate it. All right, brother. Go!